Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Really good. The coffee's kicking in. I'm going great. <laughs> Excellent. Keep the coffee coming. <laughs> yes. Just keep pouring, keep, keep that cup full of coffee and you'll get through. Yeah, you'll, I'll get through. <laughs> you'll get to the end. Because sometimes, some some jobs are quite tedious and oh, hard, aren't they? Aren't they? Sometimes you get to a point where you really struggle with something. Yes. You know what I mean? And, Working on it for days. And you just you do, yeah. every, do everything to, to put it off, don't you? Oh, you know I, some things. You know, just, yeah. just you think, oh, geez, oh, I'll get to that tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get to that tonight. Yes, I'll get to that next week. Yes, and then go. Oh my God, I it's, really it's need due to. Tomorrow. I really need to edit these photos. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I not finished them? I've Why? been working on them for over a week. That's, yes, and funnily enough, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about trying to keep motivated while editing mm. photos, and mm. it can be a real challenge mm-hmm. because what happens is. I always think the shoot's the most exciting part because you're out there creating and you're capturing and you've yes. got all the stuff happening and then you get to the point then when, you know, you, you, you've captured it all. Yes. And then at some point you do have to sit back and go through it. And, yes. And most people, you know, we all tend to overshoot so we capture more images than we actually really need for the uh-huh. job, right? Yeah, I'm the worst for that. <laughs> so the process is that you have to go through and do your first cull. Yeah. So you have to basically go through and say these ones didn't make the grade or – Yes. And, and look, quite often you'll end up with a number of shots that are very similar and yes. it's just trying to choose – they the all, they, all, they, all, they all tell the story mm-hmm. and they're only just slight variations of each other so you can – so mm. flick them. Mm. But I think it, it is a, an area that everyone struggles with that mm-hmm. sometimes like, because when you, if, if your workload ramps up where you're doing a lot of shooting. It can be really challenging to keep on top of your editing. That's right. Because you've got to keep on. Incredibly challenging. And, and it's so, it's so easy for the ship to sail, like get, yeah. for it to get away from you. Absolutely. Before you know it. And then you're now editing stuff that you shot weeks ago, trying yes. to pull it in to get it finished. Yes. Yes. And that can be a real challenge. And yeah. look, I, it is a hard one. Yes. It is a hard one because the other thing about, I think one of the challenges of editing too is such a solitude thing where mm. you basically have to lock yourself away from everything, mm-hmm. the phone, the outside world mm-hmm. to a large degree so you can just yeah. kind of churn through it. I found myself incredibly distracted yeah. while I've been editing because there's a phone going off or yeah. there's emails popping through. So there's even been times where I've disconnected from the Wi-Fi so yes. I don't get so you're those not interruptions. That. Yes, yep. Do you, yep. do you do you find do you find do you play music while you're editing? Do you ever Sometimes I do. It's it's quite surprising. I will work in silence a lot of the time. Yeah, funny, um, funny enough because I've I've thought about this this a little bit because mm. I have to be really Sometimes I'll listen to music, but it's not very often. Yes, I'm the same. I will tend to just be nothing. There'll just be yeah. silence. Yeah, I find I concentrate better without the, without the noise I don't or know the distraction. What, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it's sometimes that you seem to work, you can work quicker mm. Um, mm. without, because I think maybe you, maybe you daydream a bit more when you... Oh, I absolutely do, because I'm a big music fan, like yes. love my music. So if I listen to something and it takes me back to a moment... I'm distracted. Yes. Thinking about that concert or 
that festival or Oh, I need to get that they got a new album I've gotta yeah, get it. I've got to get that. <laughs> gotta buy that. Gotta well the ads come up on Spotify because I'm a bit of a, a bit of a cheapskate and I won't pay for Spotify. <laughs> yes. And the ads come up and they distract me or they annoy me or, you know, it's it's a reminder that it's time to take a bit of a break and go make a coffee. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it can be quite challenging to stay on track and motivated while editing. Actually, I know look I've heard this from many people. We have a large number of our audience actually mm. listen to us while they're editing photos. Yeah. How do you guys do it? Aren't I distracted? I just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> tell us how you do it. Tell us tell us what parts of the the podcast actually keep you working. Yeah, which is great because I mean that's uh, like I said, it's 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 a great use because the other thing is obviously you need your eyes to do editing so you need your mm, eyes mm. I, I think some people can do that very successful disconnect mm. whereas obviously you can't watch a video you can't watch youtube while you're doing editing no i have friends that do actually they have a youtube clip going on a secondary computer that they they will I, either I would, glance at or listen to i can listen but i'd struggle yeah. to watch it and yeah. then still be kind of i suppose engrossed in the editing yeah yeah, I have to say I've just come back from, from a trip in Cairns where I was photographing a wedding and was there for a little bit longer than I needed to be because of the COVID uh, flight yes. options available. And I did take my laptop with me and do some hardcore editing in my hotel yes. room. And I think I sat down for, for a total of three hours solid without having a break Yes, and doing some editing. And I, I found that was... And that worked for you because, because obviously you, you, had, yeah. you, had to, you had to occupy your time somehow. Yeah, so this could be something productive. Yeah, and I was do. I was in a, a really clean space because it was a hotel room, um, yes. and there was no distractions there because there was no one else in the in the space. Yes, I think I did have the TV going for just to feel like I wasn't so alone. Yes, yeah, just some <laughs> type of noise in the building. Yeah, but it was it was really good because I managed to get through the first the first step of my editing process, which was the cull. Yes. Yeah which can be quite um, tedious when you're dealing with, I think I was dealing with nearly a thousand images and trying to get it down to just over a hundred. So have you, have you managed to get ruthless, like really ruthless? No, no, no. Oh, I'm a sucker for not maybe, being ruthless maybe, enough. Maybe, I always think, well, maybe they want it from that angle, especially when you're dealing with this particular shoot that I was editing was a style shoot. So yes. there was multiple vendors involved. So I do kind of think, would they want that shot for their promotional work? Would they yes. want this one? Is that one going to serve their needs? Um, so it's, yeah, quite a lengthy process, and especially when you're editing something like that. You have to consider those factors as well. Yes, that's right, because that, that's right. And there's different styles of it. You've hit on the nail on the head. There's, there's different styles. You're going to edit photos differently to mm. how you say edit a wedding or a, mm. an engagement shoot or a family shoot or mm-hmm. uh, an event mm-hmm. to, to say a style shoot. Is, is that there's multifaceted mm. that some of these images can work for um, the vendors. Absolutely. And I, I love to edit those creatively in a way that I wouldn't normally edit a product shoot. They're definitely more in line with how a wedding would be edited. But then you still do have to take that, that product section into consideration so it is quite challenging to do and it's it's hard to stay on track and not get distracted by maybe it will look better this way or maybe it will look better like that so I do have moments where I'm editing up to three different versions of the same image to try and figure out what's the best way to go forward with it yep do you Um, do you try and schedule time for editing so do you in in your day mm. do you try and say okay this morning I'm doing this 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 and Mm. this and then this afternoon I'll do 
two hours of editing. Do you try and do that or that I doesn't work I have attempted to do that in the past and I think it all comes down to really having really great time management and that's something that, that I do struggle with, I'm not going to lie. Yes. Um, I get distracted quite easily. I, I tend to I edit usually late at night. Yes, that's when I find I, I'm my most productive late yes. at night when I'm… I find I'm, it too hard during the day. There's, like you said, there's emails coming in, there's phone, there's phone calls that you, yeah. you're doing and I, yep. hate, I hate the process. Once I get… Once you kind of get into the zone and you're kind of yeah. rolling, yeah, nothing worse than than have take a phone call. Oh, it's the, it's can be incredibly disruptive, and especially if you work from home as well. There's noises in the street that could be yep. disruptive. The We're dogs, about, the dogs the are barking, dogs barking, barking at something. Oh, Benny's going crazy at the postman again. Oh, yes, hopefully ASOS is dropping. I don't know why he wants a motorbike. He'd never be able to ride it anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. You don't need why that motorbike, Benny. Why is he trying to chase it? Come down? on, man. Yeah, so it it can be hard to stay focused, and it can can be really hard to stay motivated when you've been working on something for such a long time, and you really want to get it out to the client. You want them to enjoy it as much as you are. Yes. But finalizing it can be challenging. Can be I, really I t- challenging. I tend to find. You know, you always have in any shoot, you always have your bangers. You just have the shots that yes. you just love. And they're always the ones I work on first. Yes, we, we all do that, I yeah, think. Yeah, we find our heroes We find and them we work and go on straight them. for them, go straight <laughs> for the gold. And, and I think that the problem is then is you're left with the chaff mm. and then, oh, damn, here we go, here we go, here we go. And I don't, chung, 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 chung. And, I, and I don't know whether sometimes you do them justice by kind of maybe mulling through them a bit quicker. Mm, I mean, mm. what are typically what are some of the things that during the editing process that you're looking at at fixing? Mm. So um, things I, I do, I try not to do too much fixing in post. I always try and take the approach of fixing it in camera as much yes. as possible. Of course, there is things out of your control. Yes. So in post, I'll do a lot of cleanup of the images. So, yes. um, so, so when you say clean up, you're, you're removing elements that don't, Distracting could, elements. Distracting yeah. elements. We, we all get that sometimes. It'll be, it'll be um, sometimes it'll just be. Power cord. Yep, power cord. PowerPoint even that just some, distracts something, your some, eye. Something that, that's right, that takes you from the main subject and mm. it's just something else so you can, mm. you know, that if you just simply remove it. Mm-hmm. If I'm working with models a lot, I, I'll blow up their face and see if there's any stray hairs over their yep. face, see if they need to be airbrushed. I really, personally, I'm not a fan of airbrushing. Yes. But it, there is a requirement for it at times. So I make sure that the makeup's still sitting nicely. So that's another thing that people don't really take into consideration. So if someone's wearing makeup and it's caked around their face in any particular way, that's something that we'll fix in post. Yes. And it does take just a quite of, a, some time. A, a little bit of smoothing. And... Yeah, yeah. So so the method I use, I, I take it into Photoshop and do a frequency separation and yep. try and make it as natural as possible. But to do that effectively could take you anywhere from 5 to 35 minutes yes. on each image. So if you've got a set of 20 images that need need a bit of airbrush, that's quite a little task. And that's task. And, uh, different to like say doing a batch like some adjustments in Lightroom mm. where you're basically doing a whole lot of adjustments and applying them to a whole bunch of images mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're going to be typically exposure or something like mm. that. Mm-hmm. That Yes, when you actually have to remove elements. It can be incredibly laborious. Like yes. It's, yeah. So that- and, and the other thing sometimes, as we all know, there's several ways of doing things in Photoshop. So you can, you can get to the same result but different processes and mm. sometimes different – 
processes give better results. Absolutely. And sometimes you don't know until you try it. So you do it one way and you go, I'm not happy with the result. Yeah. I mean, you want you want to try and get to the end of it and it looks natural. That's right. That's right. I always do a comparison when I do because I use a combination of Lightroom and Photoshop. So yep. I'll pull it into Photoshop from Lightroom. And the good thing about it is that it keeps two versions. So I yes. can identify if I've gone too far. Which sometimes if you've been looking at a picture for over half an hour, fixing it up, you might not be able to identify that you've gone too far with that edit- editing or yes. not far enough. And, so, and that's right. You, you can get classic blindness. that you mm. there's, a, there's an obvious flaw mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. editing, but you don't see it. Mm. Mm. You're just kind of seeing, mm. oh, I've done such a great job. Yeah. And that's why I really take a like several day approach to editing. So I will do an, a do you know, like there's several passes before it even hits the editing stage. And then once they're edited, I'll leave it for a night to go back and do the final tweaks. And then I may even tweak it just that one more time because I yes. might not be 100% happy with how something looks colour-wise, light-wise. I, I, I tend to find that stuff where you've, you've done a bit of editing on it, mm. sometimes I like to do it and then park it mm-hmm. for a bit and then come back and have another look at it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll either go, yes, it's good, or no, it's not good. It's yeah. Sometimes like you need to have that distance, that time distance yeah. of looking at it, going off, do some other stuff, come yeah. back, and then decide that, yes, I'm going to keep it, no, yeah. I'm going to have another crack at it. And I encourage everybody to take that approach if they're using a laptop and a desktop. So by doing, if you're doing first edits on your laptop, always bring them back into your desktop to make sure that that the adjustments that you've been performing on your laptop are actually relevant to that image because your laptop screen has different grades depending on where it's sitting, yes. like what, what kind of angle your screen's sitting at. So it may not be a true representation of what others will see or how it will print. So there are other things to take into consideration. That's right. So is there anything else that you've found works for you as far as keeping motivated during the editing process? Is there? Uh, with weddings, it's... It's, I always, I love editing the weddings. They do take me a long time, but they, they, like I just end up smiling and laughing the whole time. You're just reliving the whole thing. I'm reliving the whole thing. thing. (laughs) I love it. There's some slideshows that I watch from my clients and I just, I I just adore them because they're, they're, not only are they gorgeous people, but I'm just so happy with how their, how their photography's gone. That you've actually been able to capture that. Yeah, absolutely. Those moments and those, those opportunities for people. I think also to stay motivated, I'm always looking for new ways to edit. New techniques, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To stay relevant as well as motivated creatively. Because yes, yeah. if something feels a bit boring and mundane, you've got to mix it up a bit to keep yourself interested, to keep yourself yeah. challenged as well. Well, I think the, the nature of photography, photography evolves all the time. Mm. Like, so we always see these different different looks in photography and Quite often a lot of those looks are actually created through post. That's right. Yeah, whereas in the old days it would have been film and chemicals and temperature yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's right, p- p- picking a particular film because of the grain structure and how mm. it actually reproduced colours and mm. all those things that you mm. knew that you could get the particular look. Mm-hmm. But now obviously, like I said, but and it's trying to, you know, obviously, like you said, be relevant. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and it's unfortunate that we, in a way, what I loved about shooting film was you shot the film, your work was done. Yes. That's that. That's one of my pet <laughs> frustrations now is the work's not done when you finish a shoot. No. You could still have 
weeks of editing. That's it. <laughs> and, and I suppose the thing is too that there's an expectation from people now that you will edit the images. Mm-hmm. Even though you, I'll, I'll bring images in sometimes and they're so good out of camera, there's nothing I really need to do. Mm, that is so other, lovely when that happens. Other than just watermark it. Yeah. The only thing, I mean, I tend to like to shoot a little bit under. Yes. And I'll just adjust that. Yeah, I'm similar. I do like the depth that you get in your details. I just like, I just like that trying to to not, I mean, I suppose the thing for me is I don't want is... is Blown out highlights. Blow out highlights. Yeah, that's my pet hate. When that, a, when I do that by accident, I get so oh, I get, cross with myself. I don't know about you, but I have on the back of my camera, I have highlight review switched mm. on. So basically when I've taken a shot, I can see exactly where mm. the blowouts are. Mm. And sometimes it's just it's only just a couple of little mm. portions because there's very bright objects mm-hmm. in the in the scene and sometimes it, it's really hard. Mm. I mean if, if you're taking a, a night shot and the street lights are blowing out, there's not much There's very little move, room for movement with that. That's yeah. right. So you cap but you're trying to get the rest of the street seen mm. so it looks correctly exposed but you're going to have those issues but yeah it's one of those things that one day hopefully maybe they'll invent a camera where we don't have to do anything anything we can just shoot it and go these pictures oh i kind of like that but i don't as well because it takes it takes our skill out of it (laughs) yeah look i mean the the photoshopping is actually added is added another another layer another layer yeah and another kind of work flow part to photography that wasn't mm. previously there. So, And it's also created jobs for people. There's professional retoucher jobs out there and, we'll, and, and editing we'll, jobs. We're going to touch on this because yeah. we were talking about, okay, trying to keep motivated. If you get to a point where you become super, super successful and you're shooting lots of stuff, some, sometimes it's just not going to be practical for you to actually yeah. edit your own images anymore. It's true. It's absolutely true. If my workload does spike, I've and always I, I, I know you And I know you do outsource from time to time. Yeah, I, there's, there's particular shoots that I do outsource because it's just not worth my time working on them. So real estate jobs I'll definitely outsource. Yes. Um, yeah. Because for me to get the same results from the editors that are qualified, it would just take me way too long. It would take me days to get yes. the same results. Yeah. The, the other thing too is I think someone else editing the images, they don't have the emotional investment in the image yes. that, that you'll tend to pour over an image for a lot longer if it's yeah. your image. That's right. And you're editing it That where they'll look at it purely from a, for, you know, a photographic point of view. I can I, – Need to lift. Mm. I need to lift the little mm. bit out of the shadows. I mm-hmm. need to, you know, clean up that leaf mm. or whatever. Mm. They'll they'll see those obvious things and do them. Mm. And then, whereas you'll try and maybe yeah yeah. And early on in my career, I did actually use an editor for a while because I was working full time and photographing, and there was just no way for me to actually work through the volume yes. at all at all. Um, and I do often consider going back to that, but it's all about. How much are you actually shooting? You know, well, is it something well, that, that you can afford to do? Well, you've got to get to that point where you're actually shooting enough that it actually becomes commercially viable, mm, mm. where that your money, you can make more money shooting rather than editing mm-hmm. because cause that's, that's the hard part because if you're shooting a wedding, mm-hmm. you, you know you know the time that the wedding's running. Mm. So you know how long physically you're going to be on site shooting. Mm-hmm. The various... The variation of it is how long 
you end up ultimately absolutely editing those images. Yes, yeah, some weddings you might think, yep, this is an easy edit. I could get this out in a week. And a week, it could be done over several weeks because of, because of your workload. But then you might start it and you're like, no, this is not as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. It's yeah. actually going to take me twice as long or... Annie Mavis has got her bra strap ta- falling out on, on the shots so you've got to edit those out. And yep. it, there are so many curveballs that could could come up that it can make quite a simple task, quite long and laborious and, and not not as straightforward as you once thought it was. Yep. And if you do, if you are editing over a period of weeks, mm. you've got to keep consistency in your editing because mm-hmm. you don't want to start off with you know, the picture's been kind of mm. stylized one way and then mm-hmm. by the time week four you finish them. <laughs> They're t- all different. All the you're, st- totally, yeah. you're totally on a new page. Yeah, so it's always a good idea to have a reference image that you always you compare back to and you match your lighting up, you match your editing style up to. So there's no point in putting a vignette on one photo if you're not doing it on several of them. Yes. So you want to treat it like a set of images. Yeah. I think one of the things, you know, what, what you should try and always do as far as can be motivated for editing is get in and edit the image as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Don't let the, the water flow under the bridge too much Mm-mm. because that makes it harder to come mm-hmm. back to that because mm-hmm. you've, you've, you've moved on so far. Yeah. So sometimes I try and always try and jump onto them as quickly as I can. Yeah. Yeah, I always give myself one day rest after a wedding yep. and then I, I hit it the Monday Yeah, if I've not gotten too excited and started them on the Sunday, <laughs> which yeah. can happen from time to time. <laughs> I think it's always difficult to Stuff that you do for yourself is totally different. It's a, it's a totally different feel mm. when you're editing stuff that's just for you. Yeah. So this is like personal project type stuff. Or Gosh, I kind of miss that. You do and, and the stuff you produce like commercially mm. there is a obviously there's a time usually there's timelines as yeah, well yeah yeah people yeah. are expecting them in a timely manner that's right and you may have different timelines for different types of jobs and I know that sounds strange to say but as as you mentioned there's different timelines required for the job to be returned back there might be a smaller workload so if you've got a commercial job and a wedding job on the go at the same time the commercial job may be delivered quick, faster than the, the wedding job. It's yes. A, it's a smaller workload. Yes, yeah. So it can get out and they're paying it. Di- it could be a different price setting as well and, and they've factored all of those things into it. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it's quite challenging. How do you stay motivated when you're working? Um, like I said, I, sometimes I struggle like everyone. Yeah. Like I said, but my thing is if it's something that I need to get out, say it's for Getty shoot or something. yeah. I try and do it as quick as I just try and get on top of it. Yeah. I just don't try and let it sit because I know every day that I let it sit, it's harder to go back to. Yeah. Because I've done, I'm working on something else. Yeah. So I yeah. try and force myself to do it as quickly as possible. That's right. Yeah. I've started. And it's, a dis- that. it's a discipline. Yeah. But you have to kind of push yourself to do it. Yeah. And so you work in silence. You don't have music going or I YouTube work in, or typically, anything. Typically, work in silence. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't like having. The thing typically, like I said, I try and do it later into the evening because mm. there's less distractions. Mm-hmm. So I try and set myself up, I suppose, a space time that I can just keep going for as long as I need to. Yeah. So how long would you typically work for in an editing space without a break? Mm, sometimes too long. Yes. <laughs> sometimes I look okay. <laughs> when you can't feel your shoulders or your okay. arms. <laughs> oh, it's three o'clock in the morning. Oh. <laughs> I remember those days where you're just like, oh. Yeah, I might park it and go to bed. <laughs> but 
we've done that a few times. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, some, well, sometimes sometimes you get really excited, like you you, you really mm. you really get into it, mm-hmm. and you just want to keep on going. Mm. So you're just trying to to get yeah. through it. I've come home from weddings, and you arrive home at eleven or twelve, and you're like, I just have to dump these and have a look. There is just something I just need to see. Yes, yes, those and couple of shots that you yeah. just want to really. Yeah, yeah. And then you're up until three o'clock in the morning, That's true. sometimes four or five. That's yeah. it. What's that, what's that orange thing? Oh, that's oh, the, it's sun. the sun. Oh. Excellent. Well, Terry, we don't, unfortunately, for our listeners, we don't have the um, magic wand mm. that can make your editing go smoothly, but I suppose they'll just get in and edit as quickly as possible after you've shot. Yeah, keep the joy alive. Just don't let it kind of sit there too long before you come back to it. So just keep <laughs> moving through. And like I said, you can try and it may work for people to actually give themselves like a editing window. So yeah. I'm going to edit so many hours a day. Yeah. yeah. I'd be keen to hear what other people do yeah, for exactly. their editing styles. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you, you do. It might be something that we could incorporate to our own time yeah, management. You, you, you might be able to help us out. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> That's it. Hey, look, Terry, it's been great chatting. Yeah, thank as you. As always. So, like I said, um, we're just encouraging people at the moment to leave a comment or give us a rating on your favourite podcast um, app, whatever you're listening on, mm. whether it be Spotify or SoundCloud or iTunes or there's a zillion of them out there. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're on pretty much all of them. <laughs> so until next time, Terry. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.